Because I'm going to actually do something very simple in this place tonight. I want you to go with me to John chapter 3. We were going to be in Galatians and Joel. and I guess that'll be for another time. John chapter 3, you all know the verse, but I, and I know. Just hang tight. You'll grab a hold of it here in just a second. John chapter 3. I'm going to pray while you're turning. Father, thank you for this word. We honor you for this word. We honor you for everything that you do in us, around us, and about us. We give you praise, glory, and honor. That you had the courage to love us in spite of us. So Father, tonight we thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Listen, I'm going to change gears just a little bit because I want to encourage you in this place tonight. I want to encourage you because I found out that somebody who honestly knows that they're loved is someone who will honestly believe that they can be called. Hello? I promise you, if you want to show me somebody that absolutely will feel as though they are useless, show me someone who feels like no one loves them and that they have never been loved. But if you show me someone who they know that they're loved. Y'all know what I'm talking about? I'm talking about the kind of love like I had where my mom would walk in and here I was, this little fat kid. She's like, you the most handsome thing with the broad shoulders. And then, oh, you just husky. Mmm, goodness gracious. Just a good looking little boy. Amen. I'm talking about the kind of love. Now listen to me because this could get, I don't, I don't want you to take me wrong. I'm talking about blind love. Now what are you saying, Brother Ray? Are you saying that God loves us blindly? Let me tell you what I'm telling you. I'm saying that when the blood of Jesus Christ has been applied to your life, He can no longer see the wrongs that have been done. They are forgiven. They are gone. The Word says, as far as the east is from the west. Can you fathom what would happen if we got a hold of this one thing? That we are loved. Hello? Whoo! I like being loved, don't you? Look, if you don't like being loved, I'll take your loving. Because I promise you, when I go, Miss Trish is going to be there. And I'll go and I'll lay down in bed. And you know what she'll do? She'll put her old hand over and she'll start rubbing on my head. Do you think I'm going to walk over and swat her hand and go, don't you rub my head? No, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to start purring like a kitten. And if she quits, I'm going to reach up and paw her like, more, more. to be honest with you we are created to be loved catch me for just a second we are trained listen to me we are trained to be isolated hello so what do you mean by that well can I help you that's real simple We've trained ourselves to be isolated so that we don't get hurt again. Hello? I'm 
just going to sit over here because over here, I can't nobody hurt me. You know how many people are sitting in church today and God wants to use them, but because some idiot preacher or some deacon or somebody else did, they hurt them a long time ago. They are not stepping into what God's called them to because they're scared to death to do what they've been called to do because they don't want to be hurt again. Honey, God's calling us to step to a place where we can love the hell out of everyone that comes into our place and we will love them so much that absolutely beyond the shadow of a doubt we will not in any longer have any regard for our own life. We'll just be in pursuit of love. We'll no longer want to be isolated. We will want His love more than we will want our comfort. Hello? Dennis, wouldn't it be something if the body of Christ woke up today and came out of the shadows and said, I was hurt once. But I'm willing to be used again. Listen to me. Did you hear what I said? I'm willing to be used again. Catch me. You ever heard the statement, well, they just used me? You ever heard that? Well, duh. Sometimes we're going to be put ourselves into a position where we're just going to be used by God. Do you understand? Because we're the ones that he called to it. But we got to be, see, people who are loved are people who believe they have value. If you don't believe that's the case, I want you to go and I want you to look in foster homes. Hello? And I want you to ask yourself why those children at a high rate have drug addiction, alcohol addiction, and are imprisoned. That may be the case sometimes, ma'am, but sometimes there's somebody dying to love them, but they're scared to death to be loved because someone left them a long time ago. John chapter 3. Y'all getting something out of this? 741. Man, y'all going to be so impressed when y'all leave here on time. Y'all going to be like, man, that fat sucker can preach. <laughs> Said like McDonald's. I ordered it and drove up to the window. God gave it to me and I headed home. Glory. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, mm, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Man, wouldn't, we've, read, we've all read that, didn't you? Some of y'all sitting there going, my goodness, I know the sermon on John 3.16. We ought to have a sermon on John 3.16 every time the doors are open because the body of Christ evidently hasn't got it through their head. Because if I can ever get you to believe that you were worth God's only son, I'll get you to believe that you're worth being used by God's only son. And if I can get you believing that God wants to use you, I'll get you to move to the next level. Because I promise you, God wants to raise up an army, but it's an impossibility to raise an army that won't get up off their butts. Hello? Oh, now, Brother Ray, don't you understand? I'm in my golden years. 
If you're breathing oxygen in this place and we ain't kicking dirt on your head and doing the 23rd Psalm, I promise you God wants to use you and there is no excuse for you not to be used. There's somebody in your circle that God is calling and there's someone all around Greenwood. There's someone in Bossier, in Shreveport, in Logansport. There's someone in Carthage or someone in Marshall that God is wanting to reach. But the only way God can reach them is if you let God God reach you. For God so loved the world that he gave. Can you fathom what would happen if I could honestly get in your head that that's your value? See, the church today has a problem and I call it the yeah but problem. Hello? Hello? Sounds like a Chinese dish, don't it? I'll have the yell but. <laughs> oh, I need the big chopsticks. <laughs> the church today has a yell but problem because God speaks to us and we hear God speak to us and then all of a sudden you know what we say okay now check this out hang on can I sit down here man I got all the time in the world so I'm just going to sit here for a minute I want you to just think in the balcony can y'all see me because I'm good looking I want to make sure you can see me alright I'm the little round guy alright right here alright hear me Imagine the stupidity of what we just said with Yah but. Because the only way to bring this to a conclusion is this way. God says, I want to use you to reach these people around you. Yeah, but God, don't you remember what I did? Yeah, but God, don't you remember how bad I was hurting. Yeah, but God, don't you remember how scared I was? And yeah, God, but don't you remember I'm not good and stuff like that? Can you imagine? Can you, can you just fathom with me that God would look up in heaven, slap himself on the forehead and go, Dang it, I forgot! That's you! You're the one. I'm sorry. I, I have totally messed up. I, I, it was your neighbor I wanted to use. You're right. You're worthless. Hello? Now some of you are looking at me like, Oh my goodness, God would never say that. I know. I don't just know it, I believe it at my core. I believe at my core, Duke Pilate, that God is wanting us to reach this world and we've got to get rid of our excuses and just simply give Him our obedience and our trust. For God so loved the world that He gave and He's calling us to give some things. And the number one thing is trust. Wouldn't it be something... If we honestly grabbed a hold of who we were in Him. I'll be honest with you in this place. I'm a little different than some, I guess. Somebody's laughing like you're a lot different. <laughs> I know where I came from. 
all standards, I probably have no right to stand on this platform. Because I got a lot of yeah buts. Don't you remember, God, when I failed you? Don't you remember, God, when I knew what was right to do? But I was so selfish that I chose to do what I wanted to do because it felt good. I don't probably have the right to stand here. But hear me. I believe that God gave me the authority to stand here. I believe that you could be correct. Maybe you don't have the right to step into what God's calling you to. But I do believe that you've been given the authority to. I've had a lot of people tell me, now listen to me, there's a difference between, catch this, it's 747. Man, we're still on schedule. Catch this. There's a lot of people who don't understand rights and authority. Some people can say, oh, I'm sorry, sir, I work the gate here. It's my job. I tend to this gate, and you don't have the right to be in here. And all of a sudden, you pull out a credential, and the one that owns the place said, I have been given authority to go through. Guess what? My authority will always trump the right. You understand what I'm talking about in this place tonight and I look around me and I see people that God has empowered and has given authority to forgive themselves to love themselves to step into the ministry instead of looking in the mirror and absolutely telling yourself over and over again the same thing about how you're not good enough God's given you the authority for once and for all to stand up and say I am who God says I am you go that's so Simple. Could it honestly be that simple, Ray? Dennis, I believe with all my heart it is just that simple. You give me somebody who finally catches on to who they are right now, and I won't care who they used to be. Hello? You ever know somebody that used to be real fat? I know, I'm not being on, I'm not being funny. I mean, some of y'all looking around, well, I'm sorry, I didn't know that y'all didn't know there was fat people and skinny people. All right, there is. There's fat people, skinny people, ugly people, pretty people. It's just the way it is, the way life is. I happen to be the fat, ugly kind. All right, so, however, but you ever known somebody who was really fat and then they lost a bunch of weight and every time they looked in the mirror, they still saw who they used to be? Now, follow me. Have you, have you ever thought to yourself, have they lost their mind? Look, can't you tell? I mean, cat, have you, I mean, you're sitting there thinking, shut up, girl. You're a size two now. I know you used to be a 50, but you're a size two. Can't you see in the mirror? Honestly? Now th th think about it. I'm not talking about you, Miss Cat. That's not what I mean. <laughs> he said you were 54. I don't have any idea, so I was being gracious. I'm. <laughs> <laughs> No, but you know, whoa, whoa. Are you getting what I'm saying, though? Can you believe that? And you're thinking, now listen to me, because I'm one of them practical dudes. I hate when you go to church and somebody, that's why me and Dennis get along. You know what I'm talking about? I hate when somebody wants to prove that they're real smart and nobody else understands what they're saying, but they're like, oh, I've been to such a great service. Hallelujah. Praise God. Okay, so I want you to get this tonight. You're thinking to yourself, 
don't you know that you don't even resemble who you used to be? Let me check it out. Listen, listen, listen. Read this scripture. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. In other words, he said, quit looking at your life in your old mirror and begin to look through my mirror and see who I've called you to be and intended you to be, who I sent my son to die on a cross so that you could be. Now let's go change the world together and never look back at where you used to be. Amen. I had close your eyes, I'm done. Told you I'd be long. Man, 7.51, I got nine minutes. Come on. Nathaniel, we come play. Listen, we're going to get out of here tonight, but I want your heads bowed and your eyes closed. Oh, my, 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 my. I want to speak specifically to a young lady for a moment. Young lady, mm, listen carefully. When you look in the mirror, you see something that has been used and is damaged. Ma'am, I want you to hear me carefully. There are certain things that I will tell you I'm not certain about. And then there are other things that I will tell you I know beyond the shadow of a doubt that I'm 100% correct and I won't waver. And it's a hill I'm willing to die on because I'm that certain that I'm right. This is one of those places. I'm this certain that, ma'am, the enemy has propagated a lie. And there's been a couple of relationships that you've been through. And you know what? They were ugly. All because you've been living as damaged goods. Now ma'am, if that's you, I'd give anything. If God would come down and he'd say, Ray, man, I'm going to give you this little wand and you can wave it in front of them and they're going to begin to see this. But I can't do that. It's got to be you. You're the one that's got to stand up and say, guess what? I'm no longer the same. I have value. I have purpose. Now, those of you that are in this place and we prayed for you a moment ago, struggling forgiving yourself, listen to me carefully. Just going to minister to you for a brief second. Make no mistake. Some of the things that you struggle forgiving yourself for, you can't blame nobody else for. And that's the worst part of it all. You did it. 
You chose to do it. It didn't sneak up on you. You just made an executive decision that that's what you were going to do. And it's killing you every day. You say, Ray, you sound like you know something about that particular deal. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. I do. I've been there. And you talk about hard to forgive myself. But if Jesus is going to forgive me, who am I to say I won't forgive myself? So, every head bowed and every eye closed. Not going to ask you to move forward. Not going to ask you to do any of that tonight. But if you're one of those young ladies that I was talking about, because there's several here, it's just, it's just you. You know. You know what you. You just. There's a part of you that feels that you're damaged goods. Would you do me a favor when I count to three? I just want you to raise your hand. I promise I give you more. You're not, I'm not going to ask you to move. I would never embarrass you. Every head's bowed and every eye's closed. Nobody will know you raise your hand. I just want to see it for myself. So if that's you when I get to three, just raise your hand up high. One, two, three. Get them up. Keep them up. Keep them up. Keep them up. Keep, yes. Anywhere else? Yes, anywhere else? Okay, put them down. Put them down. Now I'm going to pray for you. See, this is special to me because my firstborn was a daughter. And y'all, I can't help it. I'm so madly, passionately in love with that baby girl that it would absolutely astound you. And has she failed in some areas in her life? Yeah. But I ain't never once thought my daughter was damaged goods and had lost her value. I've loved her with an unending, everlasting love. So I'm just going to pray tonight that tonight you'll get a glimpse of what the Father sees of you. Church, would you do me a favor? Would you be praying? Because if this was your wife, if this was your daughter, if this was your granddaughter, can I ask you something? Would you honestly be at the throne going, please let them see? Because they don't need another relationship where abuse is involved. They don't need another relationship where addiction's involved. They don't need another relationship where abandonment's involved, where someone cheats on them and leaves them and runs. They need one that God has called them to. So would you pray with me? So Father, in Jesus' name. Father, I got my Christian. My firstborn. And if I can love her this much, I know, Father, that I don't even have j- just the a capacity to love an ounce as much as you can. Father, your love is so much bigger than mine. So your love for these daughters in this place has to be immense, like a love that's never been seen before in this world. So God, I pray in Jesus' name that they would begin to receive that love. They would quit running from that love. They would quit accepting second best when God has called them to the best. 
they would begin to walk as daughters. They would no longer be an orphan and just dream, but Father, they would be a daughter and inherit. Let them walk into their inheritance tonight. Now, Father, we thank you. We honor you. And we praise you in Jesus' name. If you agree, would you say amen? Amen. We love you guys to the moon and back, B.A.